Hello and welcome to the Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. With the 2022 harvest wrapped up, some farmers and landowners are pondering farmland sales. Chuck Winger with Hertz Farm Management in Mankato joins us for this Field Talk podcast to discuss the ongoing strong value of Minnesota farmland. It is a busy time. Yeah, there's a lot of people getting together for the holidays and as they all get together as a family saying, you know, what, what should we do going forward? What makes sense? And there, there's concerns among sellers that uh, with interest rates doubling, input costs doubling, that uh, something might give down the road, so maybe it's a good time to sell. And it is something that we're all watching and wondering when the other shoe will drop, but as of yet, it has not. There's still a lot of interest in land, both from investors and expansion farmers. And as much as I thought things would start leveling off, as you know, the our land sale values went up 32% in 2021. The first half of 2022, we saw it go up about a little over 6%. And uh, I really thought things were going to taper off, and I just did a session with the ICBM uh, group. And I thought, well, let's see what happens since July 1 till now. And we've sold 50 farms since that time. We saw land values go up another 10%, which really surprised me. I thought I'd see that it would taper off, but it, it hasn't. Do you anticipate that going forward that that will continue to be a consideration? Or um, has, I guess, the, the last number of months shown that uh, maybe it's not as big of a factor as we would assume it to be? I think it might be, uh, you know, right now, yes, everything's moved up and margins are going to get squeezed for 2023. But that said, talking with a number of agricultural financial people, you can still lock in a great price and still lock in a decent profit for 2023. It's not going to be what it was in 22 and 21, but still there's going to be a profit. My concern is more for 2024 if these commodity prices don't hold, yet interest rates keep moving up and input costs stay as high as they are now, I think our day of reckoning might be more 2024 than it is in 23, but I've been wrong before. And now, obviously, we have seen um, commodity prices stay pretty strong. Is that kind of the driving force that's helping to, to hold these values up is the fact that even though the input costs are going up, interest rates are going up, farmers are still getting pretty good prices for their commodities? Is that uh, one of the, the key things that's keeping things where they're, where they're at? Yeah, I think it is. That along with, uh, there's a fair amount of cash out there. You know, the, again, the farmers have had some pretty good years here and are sitting on pretty good a uh, bunch of cash where picking off another 80 or 160 isn't a big stretch. As you, we've talked before, the average farmer is either owning or owning and operating four times the land they had back in 1980. So land's in very strong hands that, uh, and most of them after going through the 80s realize there is a day of reckoning. The, when you have these great prices, it's fun on the way up, but there's a dark side on the backside that we need to be prepared for and stay prudent. So we, we don't see the problems that we saw in the 80s. If folks are looking for farmland, is there much out there? Is it, uh, you know, vary by, by region or, or you know, is, is that part of what's keeping the price elevated or, or strong is the fact that uh, there's a limited supply of farmland that, uh, that becomes available? 
I'd say there's probably a little more supply than normal. I think that part of that has been supply. Yes, there's a lot of ground on the market, but historically nationwide, there's been about two and a half percent of land that changes hands every year. And I think we've been at less than 1% for a couple decades. So that's still holding land values up. And uh, there's a lot of neighborhoods that haven't had anything come for sale for a long time. There's a lot of pent-up demand to get it bought. Yeah, any land, especially, you know, nice nice square fields with good drainage and, and things like that to tend to certainly uh, be in, in greater demand. Is, is that still the case that that's ideal or, or is pretty much anything that uh, is, um, you know, has, has a reasonable plantability? Is, is everything kind of in the same ballpark? Well, high quality is always in demand. That's what people want. And uh, we do have a lot of investors that would be what I'd call looking for B quality. That's quality land, but it's either cut up, irregular shape, triangulated, has some issues that a lot of times that's going to sell for less than A quality land. But a lot of times they can get rented out for the same price as A. So there are a lot of investors that shoot more for the B quality and some even C. But in a in an upmarket, all boats rise as the tide comes in. So even the lower quality still does moves up along with everything else. So if folks are pondering a land sale, uh, what's their best approach to uh, kind of making that process happen? Well, first, getting all the family on board is everybody in on the same wavelength. There's typically four, five, six family members in a lot of these decisions that live all over the United States. And some, as always, you know, they're not going to get back to Minnesota and they want to sell. And there's others that, you know, like one we sold last week, we've been in the family since 1868. And they don't want to be the ones to sell it after all those decades, generations. And uh, getting the family on board is what they need to do first, is can they get everybody in agreement with getting selling the farm or not? And then two, how do they want to sell it? Do they want to do a negotiated sale or do they want to do an auction? And uh, some people don't care for auctions, and that's fine. Others are, are trustees and say, I have to answer to all the beneficiaries, and I want an auction so that everybody's comfortable that they got the best price. So that would be step two is how they want to sell the farm. Thanks for joining us. Get the latest in farm news and market information on your local Linder Farm Network affiliate. You'll also find other podcasts on linderfarmnetwork.com or on Apple or Spotify.